Patty boy. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Patty uh, just off that, that's how we started. And, uh, you know, be I wanted to pop off and say, uh, "How about the But uh, welcome to the Council of the Clutch Podcast. It's still, how about them Cowboys? No, nah, not really. But uh, welcome, to, <laughs> welcome to the Council of the Clutch Podcast, episode number two. This is your boy Cal, and I'm joined today by Sap. For once, we got yeah. Q, Roy, Dion, and SPN. What's up, everybody? Hey. Whole gang here. What's up? What's up? Seven five seven, all the way live. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. All right, so we're going to start off with the NFL uh, playoff picture. So uh, let's go ahead and start off with the Cowboys game since we love the Cowboys so much. So uh, we saw we saw take on the game. Next what? subject, please. Next Cowboys. subject. It's still Next how about subject. the Cowboys. But, <laughs> man, but, but the offensive coordinator is trash. Now off to the next Thanks. subject. Hey, I'm going to piggyback mm-hmm. on that as a, as a lifelong Cowboys fan. We still run an offensive play calls that wouldn't work at a rec league game. Like that fourth and one, we ain't ran the ball good all game, and you gonna run a dive play on fourth and one. Why not go play action or or just any type of bootleg and let Dak make a play? Can Dak make a play though? Is yes. that real question? Yes. Yes. Dak, Dak, That's Dak, very Dak good question. Very good All question. right, take 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 off your Cowboys glasses. Take my, I got that. Unless let's, let's, let's talk about it. Listen, let's talk about it. Dak make a play when Dak is on the is move. Dak Dak your can, game? When Dak is on the move, Dak can make a play. If he pulls that out, boots out wide, and give a tight end option, Dak can either run or dump the pass off, and we got the one yard. When does Dak? When did Dak run? No, we're saying that's what should that's have happened. They don't give that him the option to play. Yeah. He need to do it himself. If he, say, um, if he can run say, around, um, run it. But he can't argue he with the can't coach. Argue he's with a the third coach. year quarterback. There's no way the coach. He's not going to just change the call. He's not Aaron Rodgers. No, yet. I ain't talking about changing the call. I'm talking about the play breakdown. Just take off running. No, but that wasn't right. a play design, breakdown. It was a design, design run. You can't change that. Fourth man, design handoff of the gut. We gave up 200 yards rushing to, to me in the exactly. backfield because Chris Anderson hey, looks like an old boy, lineman. Hey, boy, he, he, he at least, he he at least like 360. He, he was hey, toting hey, that thing, though. He was hey. a bowling ball running he, people over. He looked like the bus, but like 20 pounds lighter. Hey, yo, I know y'all saw the picture, so he really looked like Big C's on that one right there. Nah, he do. If y'all know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, he but, do. Uh, <laughs> he do. He do. He do. He do. Well, I mean, you can see the, you can see the key to the game right there. You know what I'm saying? The Rams possessed the ball for more than 13 minutes than the Cowboys. So yeah, they put the pressure yeah. on Dak, you know what I'm saying, to make those plays. Hey, but let's make that play. Dak showed up now. He didn't make he enough did. plays, he but did, he, he, didn't, I mean, he didn't lose the game. We needed no, Zeke to but win. He the didn't game. win you the game. You're no. the quarterback. You got to win he, the what, game. He's never going to win the game. You you look, first, Dak can win the game when he's still using Tony Romo's playbook. Dak needs a Dak. 100%. Playbook. What he's using is old news, and that does not work in today's hey, game check, with mobile quarterbacks like Dak. Hey, hear me on hear me on this. Y'all, we saying all this about Dak, this, Dak, that, but Zeke flop. Big time. Yeah. Big no, definitely. Uh, Zeke, had 20, Zeke had 20 carries, bro. 20 carries for 47 yards. But I can't, a, say, 47, I, I can't say Don't Zeke even round flop. up. 47. They that gave his man. He was getting first and 10 carries. Now, anybody that know football, first and 10, you going against a 4-3 defense with seven people in the box. And, and, and I don't care what you're saying. And they got the, killers on the line. The Rams defensive front alone can stop the run. You're not going to run a dive play and beat them. How you beat the Rams, you go shotgun, you go zone read, you move it around a little bit. But just lining up and saying, I formation, I'm going to beat you man on man, it ain't going to never happen. Even still, yeah, Zeke, one of, Zeke one of the best running backs in the league. You still got to make something happen. He, he, can't get he, was, the best he was the best running back in the league. I mean, but the, the thing is, 
And we, the thing we is, can't the Rams had a good go off stats, program. Though. They had a good, they had a good, they had a good package, bro. They did. I mean, but, with, and, but if you look at the Cowboys side of things, our left guard Connor Williams, second round draft pick from Texas, bust. <laughs> The uh the the guy that took his spot, I can't think of his name off. It was Tafu, Lower Tafu or something like that. He was a left supposed to have been playing, but he got poked in the eye. He was hurt. Travis Frederick, all pro center, he out the game. Zach Martin, all pro guard, he playing hurt. You can't yeah, but you got O line without that. You gotta you gotta give the Rams some credit, bro. I no, mean, I my, give the Rams no, all the credit. The, the, my whole thing is you got you got you got to leave. He got seven tackles. You know what I'm saying on the game as a corner. So, you know what I'm saying? As far as a defensive strategy, you could tell that their key going into that game was stopping the run, and they did what they – you know what I'm saying? Well, they, they did a great job. Well, they, they kept the Cowboys you, very one-dimensional. If you take away yeah. Zeke, Dak ain't yeah. going to be able to do it by himself. But, but Dak, man, Dak, outperformed, Dak, you. Dak outperformed Jared Goff, by the way. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just it, hey, up, but he got, I mean, you're you, you saying that like this is a big, <laughs> a big deal. Golf ain't hitting on a whole lot. Hey, what what Skip Bayless and them say? Pro football focus. His QBR was higher. <laughs> Wait, man, hey, it doesn't matter. He didn't get, he didn't get that dumb. His QBR man, was higher. You know man, why his QBR didn't have to be? Though. You know why his QBR didn't have to be high? Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody fact check check me. But wasn't both of the Rams running backs over for 100 yards that game? Yeah, or close to it. Yeah, both of them well over. Well over. Okay. Yeah, that's so that's so, so, so his QBR is, rating didn't have to be high. So what happened? Y'all get off these cowboys. No, hey Roy, hey Roy, what happened last week? You was talking about your boy Vanderlyn and uh and and uh other linebacker. What happened to that? hundred percent. The wolf and the predator. Hold up, Jalen did his job, man. He almost had double digit tackles, bro. That's cool. That's cool. But that's cool. But it was all bad coaching because they was trying to run zone blitzes against a zone scheme or the offensive line. If anybody that know football, you're not going to beat a zone run scheme moving people out of gaps. The, the, the key whole thing to, is to shoot the gap. Exactly, not move them out the gap. So yeah. as soon as they start stunting the D-line, that means the O-line getting to the linebackers untouched. When you get Free. to the linebackers untouched, you ain't going to make a play. I don't care how good the linebacker is. When 300 pounds get three yards of head speed, you're going to get blocked. So, basically, this, hey, this, loss, on, this loss on coaching right. is what y'all saying. Th- this loss yeah, is on coaching it's a, it's and, and defensive line. We, and David Irvin, right he's been nursing a fake too. ankle injury all year. We needed David Irvin to play D-tackle. We, I mean, our D-tackles have played great, but we haven't played a zone run team. Everybody right. else in the NFC East, besides the Redskins, they, you know, they run the ball, but they run in power, stuff that you can stunt. The zone, you got to just win man on man. If you look at a zone team on offense, they might get – Two carries for three yards, but then that third carry going to the house. So it's just a variation of things. But we lost. True. You got to you got to put a hat on everybody. Y'all bragging about those yeah. linebackers. Yeah. They should have got that hat off of them. You, it's hard. That's the thing. Y'all bragging about you, how great those linebackers are. It, I get that, but it's hard to get off of blocks if the O line is get, not getting touched and they're getting free releases. You, you got man, four man. I, hey, I'm, bro, I'm, I, I'm rocking with I'm rocking with Jalen Smith, man. He he I, did his job, bro. Now I, I, somebody see that, that, my man did his job, bro. He somebody got over five it. games with multiple with at least ten tackles, bro. Five of them jumps, bro. That, I hear that man did listen, his job, bro. I hear what y'all saying as far as the oh, coaching, yeah. the coaching point of the aspect of everything, but the coaches can't play. The players out there, they got to do what they got to do, and they ain't, they ain't make nothing happen. But if but let, let you know what I'm tired of this. I'm we we moving on. Y'all ain't gonna keep doing. <laughs> no no no. I'm at the end of the day, no. Here's here's, here's my thing though, and we and we can change the subject. Yeah. At, <laughs> at the end of the day, 
you can always blame coaches, but the players out there playing. If you're a football Facts. player, you got to make plays. Like, the whole thing is when – like, I got a coworker, right? All he do is talk – he's a he's a Falcons fan. All he talks about is Matt Ryan. I'm like, yo, okay, Matt Ryan, all the stats are great, but he doesn't make decisions for himself. There's several plays where he's on the goal line, wide open, he can go run. But he forces to throw to Julio because that's what the play is for. As as a football player, you have to make football plays. You can't be a computer, but so you can't you, you can't blame the coaches for everything. You can't blame just, the coaches, but if you got to make plays, your coaches have to put you in position to make plays. And if you got yeah. a young team, a young team isn't going to just adjust randomly. They're going to follow the script. Now, as these as our defense gets older, we don't got a guy on the defense over thirty. As they get older, they're going to hear a call from the sideline, but they're going to trust what they saw in film study and be like. I like the call, but let's check to this. And it's going to be okay. But when you got two rookies, man, in the defense right now, and the secondary young, they're going to call what's being, they going to call what the coaches call in. Now, hey, that won't change too much if they're putting hats on them, though. They was putting hats, they on, were putting them. hats hey. on them. And that's bad scheming. You, but you got to know that as a rookie linebacker, I mean, I get it. You, you're going to listen to the call. You're going to check out of a zone blitz if you know they're running a zone offensive scheme. You, don't, you can't jump gaps. You got to play the gaps. Well, y'all ain't well, firing no coaches, so. They're not they finding their coaches because Jerry loves to. puppets, man. Yeah, yeah. very good point. Jerry need to go, too. And that man, they fired on. It ain't one way Jerry getting up out of there. He taking that Smitty approach. He's still going to run the team somehow after that. His will is going to have the next 20 years. His will is going to have the next 20 years. You're going to hire this person. We're going to make sure Zeke good. Hey, nah, speaking yeah. of the next 20 years, man, how long y'all think Brady's going to play? Because he looked damn good yesterday. All right. So, I mean, we can trans – we can – Thank you. We can go to that game. Yeah, I mean, we can go to that game. Yeah, I mean, what the thing is, the thing is, yes. Brady was 34-44, bro. I mean, he had a high QBR. The man, Listen. I mean, the numbers the numbers speak for themselves, man. I don't even think Brady started. played – I don't think Brady played that good. If you watch the game, the Chargers was playing zone Terrible. cover four – not touching nobody. Brady was just making completions underneath and, and like getting, he, yeah, check down like he always does. Yeah. But the, and the big the and, big part of they win uh, well, Brady, it was damn uh Michelle. Sony Michelle did good off. Yeah, yeah, it was the run game. 24, 24 for the, 129, three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, with the Patriots, you gotta pick something. Yeah, you gotta pick your poison. But yeah. the thing is, like, I've been saying this, man. Y'all know I've been saying this pretty much since Forever. high school, middle school. If it, is it Brady? Is it the system? Because when you, what you just said, he's going to take what you give him. So if you've given him a wide-open receiver five yards down the field, he's going to take that. He's not going to force it down the field. The difference right. so his the, numbers the, 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 the dif- No, the difference between – I agree for the most part is the system, but the difference between putting Brady in that system and bringing somebody else into that system, Brady's smart enough to know – to not force things, he don't make a lot of mental mistakes. Yeah, Other, that's, well too. That's, a, that that's a very good point. You can't, <laughs> that's you can't, a very, you can't that's judge that. You can't judge Castle or Jimmy G. Or you can't. They all, it was only a year. We don't can know I, what they were. Can I chime in do. on that part? Go ahead. I think from a football side, I believe Brady's a great quarterback. He's a top five quarterback. However, you want to look at it, the system keeps Brady winning. Facts. Brady, Brady would be Aaron Rodgers if it wasn't for Bill Belichick's system. Because Aaron Rodgers is always going to be good, but yeah. is he going to be on a winning team? True. But Brady does things that other quarterbacks won't be able to, but he also has help around him. Bill Belichick will go get three people off the street, some undrafted free agents, and put a team together. And just put them in the right position. And put them in the right position. Exactly. The thing is, the, the Patriots, even though even though 
everybody hates the Warriors. The Patriots are like the Warriors. They don't make mistakes. Nope. Exactly. It, it, you get them to make mistakes, you beat them. But if they're not making mistakes, you're going to win. So normally when they get beat, they're making boneheaded, boneheaded decisions on special teams. And that's what I'm saying. Penalties. That's what I'm saying about Brady. He don't make mistakes. And that's uh-huh. why that's why him in this system is works been working so well forever. Yeah. You bring can, I, can, I, like, can, I, can I give you an analogy? Yeah. Now, when it comes to this, I like to look at, <clears throat> let's say a man like Warren Buffett that's real real rich, real smart. He he lives off of principles. So he, he follows certain principles. The Patriots follow a certain principle as far as, like y'all said, as far as Tom Brady finding the open man. Uh, let's look at it. Let's look at the stats with it. James White was the main receiver in that game, 15 catches, 97 yards. You averaging less than seven yards a catch, then that's obviously that's obviously check down. Check down. You know what I'm saying? But that's what the Chargers was giving him. So yeah. it's all the system, man. You know what I'm saying? And Tom Brady is smart and continuously following that system like a Warren Buffett is who's smart and following his principles with investments. And that's yeah. how he become wealthy. Yeah, he's not trying to force anything. He's getting everything to where he sees makes fits for for the Patriots. He's not forcing like down the field like a lot of quarterbacks would. Yeah. Right. Brady's going to take – he'll take two or three yards. He'll take five yards in the cloud of dust. Five times – five plus five is ten all day long. Right. At, at some at some point they're gonna step up on that short route and that's when he can beat you over top. There you go. And listen, did y- y'all guys right. can we go back for a second? This brother SP just just put a Warren Buffett analogy to New England <laughs> Patriots football. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not top notch right there, like you, you gotta accept that. Like he just he did that. Hey, it made sense. It made great sense. I, I understood it. My man, he made me want to go invest tomorrow morning just because the Patriots <laughs> win. <laughs> when does the market yeah, open? That's I'm crazy. Dead. <laughs> hey. Right, but, but on some real though, to challenge that, uh, is it Brady or is it the system? Honestly, it's clearly Brady because you can put probably anybody else in that system and they're not going to do as well as Brady did. So at the end of the day, for, it's for this Brady. for this for this long, I agree. For like this said, long, you, you throw they, out Jimmy, yeah. you throw Jimmy G in there and you throw Castle. They did good, but. For this amount of time that he's been doing, I don't think they would have they would have been this good for this long. They just, but if you they very, if you give Aaron Rodgers this system, he wins eight rings oh instead of five. <laughs> you I, don't, give, I don't you know about Aaron, that. I, yes, I, I, I disagree with that because Aaron Rodgers he he tests the water too much. Brady he do. He do. Brady oh. take, good point. Very good Brady, point. Very Brady good point. takes Brady takes what he gets. Rodgers will sling that thing downfield. But Rodgers, but will Aaron Rodgers he. But he has to test that theory because of who, where he's playing at. Exactly. If you give him what he had, if you give him New England setup, he don't got to force it because he knows the ball's going to be back in his hand. And let's, and let's take true. a step back, though. You, you got to think about it a lot of times, too. When you're playing against the Patriots, it's an intimidation factor. They can have scrubs. It's still an intimidation factor of they're not going to make mistakes. Facts. You put an athletic quarterback like Rodgers there, okay, Rodgers can run, so you, gotta, you can't just sit there and play back on him. He can also throw, so you can't just sit there and come up on the run. So with Brady, you know Brady's not going to run on you, but you got to worry about all the checkdowns. Exactly. So you put an athletic quarterback there, that's more dangerous than somebody who's just standing there. But like you said, it's a, the Patriots, got, they got a True. scare factor. Gronk had one catch yesterday, and I'm sure he was probably double-teamed half the game. Gronk's terrible now, but I'm not going to talk about He probably it, was still drawing double coverage. <laughs> Shout out to Bill Belichick, man, because people try to people try to sleep on his defense. You know what I'm saying? He still got Stephon Gilmore over there. He all pro corner. 
You got to pick that game. So I feel like you got to give a little credit to you got to give a little credit to Bill. And you got to give all credit to, to Bill. He built I, the atmosphere. He built the culture, man. Hey, one thing about yeah, football yeah, that's is very that, good point. That's a very that good culture point. go a long way. Yeah, that's true. That that's culture true. go a long way. Because, hey, we'll see. Once he leaves, we'll see what happens. No, nah, but the crazy true. thing, the, New England got the fifth best defense as far as takeaways go. So, and you don't score on New England in the second half or late in games. They don't They don't get a lot of sacks, but they, they get a, they think they top five in interceptions. Yeah, they get off the field now. They pretty so, good yeah, on third they, down, too. Yeah, they, they do what they got to do to, like you say, get off the field, get the ball back to Brady so he can do what he do. And it goes back to what uh, Roy was saying about the Cowboys game. Belichick puts his player in the right position. They're not the greatest athletes a lot of the times, but they make those plays because they're in the right position. Hey, it's okay not to bring up the Cowboys no more. <laughs> 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 so, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> we already agreed the Cowboys coach should be fired. Moving on, moving on. Hey, let's get to this Saints-Eagles game. They're not going anywhere. All right, so we're going to talk about the saints That was Honestly, to me, that was the best game of the weekend. Yeah. It was down to the wire. That's true. Alshon dropping the money. Yeah, hey. him dropping the money, did you- <laughs> that was bad. But your boy still only had, like, what, a 13 QBR rate in that game? A 13? It was something, like, Damn. dumb low like that. Who you talking about, Foles? Foles? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was 40 QBR. 49-6. Might as well be 13. Might as well be 13. But everybody's saying that, like, like Foles is good. Foles is not a good quarterback. He's average. Nah. Foles, Foles, Foles is a six-man. He's a system quarterback. He's, He's a sixth be, man. He understands Philly's offense because that's what he ran in college. And and you can say that, but at the beginning of the season when he started the season and they set him, because he's not that good. But he didn't have no defense. If he had, if Philly's defense would have played how they played in the playoffs all season, Philly probably would have won the NFC East. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta get y'all take on this though. As far as Alshon with that pivotal drop, mm-hmm. how do y'all feel as a former athlete? Does that drop? Is that drop just one one drop in the bucket as far as the game, or do you feel like that was a extremely pivotal and significant drop it, as far as them losing that it's, game? It's, I say it's a combination of both because yeah. they was driving down the field and all that, and far, that, far that drop was at the, at the end, so that kind of hurt. But at the same token, if everybody you don't else, put yourself in that yeah, situation. you don't put yourself yeah. where you need to have that that last drive because. Foles really lost the game. It was 21-7. They had the ball, I believe. Or 14-0, they had the ball. And he yeah, throws they, a pick to Marshawn Lattimore underthrowing Zach Ertz. Yeah, they was up 14-zip going yeah. into the second it, quarter, and, and they ain't they, scoring no more. It was 14-zip. It was 14 zip. They had the ball, just got it off a punt. If he makes that throw to Zach Ertz and Marshawn doesn't pick it, you know what I'm saying, they, they in field goal range automatically. So that's 17. I don't like yeah. to count points, but that's 17 most times yeah. at minimum. So no, hey, I'm, I'm with you oh, on man. that, and I, I I feel like I feel like you you can't count the points a little bit with that because with Lattimore's pick right there in the second quarter, it was kind of a turning point in that game. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that's a key drop, and I feel like oh. I'm I'm a little partial of receivers anyway, because um, they they usually pre Madonna's uh, uh, lineman history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, nobody, hey, nobody really bangs a receiver unless you are a receiver. Yeah, honestly. because they, yeah, you, you, they, they do all this stuff. They do all this, all that, and then when you need them, they like kickers. They don't you just don't up. know if they're gonna show up. I need one up. catch, bro. That's your job. Make the so catch. This is why. This is why I'm tripping about this. He made that quote earlier this year talking about he had the best hands in the league, and they do that. But, that's, hey, that's, calm, that's calma right <laughs> there. Bro. On top of what really hurt my feelings. 
was he, he made that quote and then after the game he made another quote I, I think I heard it on Fox Sports if I'm not mistaken but it was in the locker room he said it was going to really wear on him because he's a great player and great players got to make those plays Alshon, they ran you up out of I'm Chicago, so brother. <laughs> they definitely did, though. <laughs> you, you good, but I ain't gonna say great. It's tough to be great receiver. You, you, to, you yeah. tolerate greatness. Yeah, yeah you better yeah. hold on to that ring. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Won't be no more. Okay. Yeah, so we pretty much uh, covered that one. I don't think we need to really deep dive into other stats, and hey, we just know can, the Saints won. Can that we game. shout out uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes though? He didn't yeah, lose the game. He didn't go crazy, but he had a he had a, a good enough game to win in that weather. Yeah. Hey man, look the the Colts got to him. Don't nobody really gets to him. They got to him. They got four sacks on him. Yeah. So yeah. I got to get them credit on that. Watching being a fan of a team in um in the AFC West is is frustrating watching the um Chiefs play because you get right there on him and he throws the ball away. Yeah. It's like you playing Madden and. They, they throw the ball right before you get to them every time. So it's like the fact that they got to him that does show something good for them next year coming up with the defense. But uh, yeah, he didn't have any, he didn't have his normal type game at all. Yeah, he was uh, a little bit over fifty percent as far as for his completion. Yeah, but hey, that, but that but boy Tyreek Hill special. Hey, but shout t- out to AFC yeah. West, man. Strong, hey, but, strongest division hey, in but, the league. Hey, man. between Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. And the, and the cat, uh, Damon Williams, the new the new dude they had come in. Oh, well, not new, but the cat they got running the rock now. Yeah, they, they, he doing his thing. Yeah, he he, he, he filling he, that void for Reed Hunt left. He filling right into it. He ain't really hitting on the receiving and like Hunt was totally, but he had a buck of what a buck twenty nine yesterday. Uh, the catching dub, so that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, but a buck twenty nine ain't bad off that. Nah, well, no. I think that I think we got to give a lot of credit to the Chiefs D. Cause they showed up. I mean, you got D Ford and Justin Houston. Those, those are those are two highlights on that defense. Period. Did they show and, up or did did? I did, mean, uh, dude, did Andrew, did Andrew you got to, so. bro. I mean, when you look at the stats, when you look at the stats, I mean, you gotta you gotta give them some credit. With D Ford, he got three tackles, one sack. Justin Houston got two sacks, two tackles for a loss. You know what I'm saying? Those play those play significant parts in that win, bro. As far as like, and I want to say, I want to say D Ford was the tackle on that uh, Marlon Mack first run that kind of set the tone for that game. So yeah, you right? Do y'all think the snow played a factor? Yeah. Oh, big time. of course. Every, big time. Yeah. All right. If I say, if you ever played football in the snow, you already know how that is. Yeah. Hey, so, everybody playing on the same field though. At the end of the day, though. Don't worry. Yeah, no we used to, 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 to play out the dome, though. That's crazy. Yeah, playing in that dome. Which is, you said shout out to guys in the whole park. Yes, sir. I heard that built some legends out that thing. Boy, a lot of, man. <laughs> I wouldn't know about such thing, man. You know. Well, we know. We know. <laughs> Aberdeen, I wasn't Aberdeen Athletics. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Best in the business. I was a late bloomer. Hey, man. What else we got coming, man? What are we talking about NFL wise, man? So as far as for that, um, we pretty much wrapped up all the games. Uh, what's your predictions as far as for the for the winners next week for the Conference championship, championship games? I got the Rams if they bring that offense. If they bring that run game, I got the Rams and I got the Patriots, unfortunately. I got the Rams and I got the Chiefs. I think I think the Chiefs can get it done in Arrowhead. Being that they're in Arrowhead and then at Gillette, they may they may be able to get it done. But I got uh definitely I got the Rams coming out being that they lost and I got I got Marcus Peters and the folks eating a lot of gumbo. 
Hey, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the Saints. I don't know. I, I just feel like they're gonna they gonna get they already got uh, the Rams number coming out after that with week nine win. So it's kinda okay. like to lead back. So that that's Thomas true. gonna be out the yes, game. Sir. It, you, you say that, but at the same token, I don't know. Because right. he didn't play some good good DBs all season and still been doing his thing. He might not go for over two hundred again. Yeah. But he's he's still gonna do his thing. We hey, know, this pro this the first time in a few years that all the top seeds made it, huh? Probably. It's been a while. I'm sure we uh, could check on that, but I ain't, I haven't seen it lately to remember. Yeah. But yeah, my I yeah. got I got the Saints and I got the Chiefs. Man, fuck Tom Brady. I can't believe this man about to be in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna, uh, uh, man. But I'm gonna uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm about to say, man, look, this might be Drew Brees' last rodeo, so you know, it's gonna be tough, man, but it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. So I gotta say New England and uh in LA, man. You think this Breeze last run? Nah, he can yeah, give it another one. Nah, as, as easy as, it, as this season been for him, as far as not getting hit for real and, and coaxing through throwing the rock like he's been throwing, I can see him playing at least another he year. Not too much competition in the South either. So. Yeah, like, so they're going to be back next year. Like with a, They're making the playoffs. I feel Barring like somebody's injury, they're making the playoffs. I feel like that yeah, was like a little it. disrespectful for the NFC South, man. It's a pretty decent division. It, it fluctuates every other year, though. It, they, 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 it's a toss-up. give you that. I give you that because that's that's what Car- Carolina and Tampa in that joint, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Tampa, they yeah, and Carolina, like yeah, they, 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 it depends on how how well they protect Cam. If they protect Cam, then they could be in there because McCaffrey. Well, they showed he, you how they about Cam this year. He's something else. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see Carolina else. doing nothing though, just because uh, they comp- because of the Saints. But uh, as far as for that, uh, my predictions will probably be a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. God willing, it's crazy. You can, I, like I said, I pick. I'm picking the Chiefs over the Pats, but I don't want to bet against Tom Brady just because it's Tom Brady. You I can't don't bet either. Him, I'm the same way. I, I yeah, want the Chiefs tough. to win, really. Yeah, but, but, but I, if I had to bet the money, I'm picking the Pats. Yeah, if I if I had money to put on it, I'm gonna say that I definitely say the Pats. But yeah. overall, I'm gonna go Saints Chiefs. I can honestly see if the Patriots lose, they lose big. It won't even be close. Because with the Patriots, you're not going to beat them close. No, nah, it's, it's a blowout. They're going to lose the game. They're going to steal a possession. I think yeah. that's what's going to help save the Chiefs is that they can put up buckets. They can get yeah. up. They, they put numbers up. Like but crazy. the same token, New England got a solid defense. That's that's where it's going gonna, it's gonna to get a little iffy at. Because New England defense, they can, they can stop the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the game plan. If Bill Belichick figures out a way to isolate Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they win the game. They're going to give them that, something. So they're going to – the Chiefs probably gonna rush for 150, but if they can keep Mahomes in check, yeah, they won't win. They you just gotta, can't give that, up both. You got to give up one and take some. Yep. That that bend don't break. Yep. Yeah. Defense. The Patriots usually do a good job of that in the playoffs. They gonna take something away. Yeah, that's true. And figure it either out. Either way, way, when the, when the Patriots way. lose, it's 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 either a blowout or something crazy. So you know, if it's close at the end, you never know. So we'll, hey, the we'll Chiefs the Chiefs got a chance because the Patriots can't cheat on the road. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Arrowhead is a lot. Arrowhead uh, true. Was really, uh, like one of the loudest stadiums in history at one point. Yeah. Man. So that ain't too much going on. But uh, with that, you know, we can go ahead and transition over to uh, some more NFL news with the coaching hires. Um, so I know we talked about it a little bit last week, so we can just kind of breeze over a little bit. So um, we can start off with the uh, Cardinals and uh, Kingsbury. How y'all feel about that? Who who they hire? Who is that? 
Texas Tech. Oh, no, mind. You ever heard of him? Hey, youngest he is, he was in school with us. My God, bro! They just giving jobs. They if you think you can coach the spread, they giving NFL jobs away. Now. It's the it's the Sean McVay effect. That's man. exactly what it is. But Sean McVay spent his time. He worked in operations for years. Like, he young, but yeah. he he did a ten year bid before he got a coach a head coach. <laughs> ten year bid though. He, he, <laughs> he did. I'm saying like he did yeah. his time. He was an intern, offensive operations. Like he won't really just he won't just coming in and getting a head coaching job off the cuffs. Like, come on, now, that's man. A very, that's a very strong point because, I mean, as Kingsbury's only co- head coaching job is Texas Tech where he got fired. Yeah. Texas Tech. US, USC for a couple days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could have they gave my man that was in there another year. They gave him one year with a rookie quarterback. Come on, man. And I think the USC joint, he got the OC job for that. He yeah, he, even the OC. he wanted the head yeah. head, yeah. Well, exactly. And the crazy thing about that, when it when it comes down to it, he didn't even have a winning record at Texas Tech. No, nah, he was barely true. above five hundred. So, no, nah, he was under five hundred. Under five hundred, man. Thirty five and forty. Under five. Did he hit any bowl games? Uh, I mean, it's, it's easy. He'd be because you win six. They throwing them things out like a yeah, donation. He being a being a the dang on LG bowl game. Man, I know we touched on it. My my favorite hire is still Bruce Arians, man. If he can't get Jameis right, Jameis won't never can go. Oh yeah, he gonna he gonna he gonna get James right. I feel like Kango. I, I feel like next year is gonna be a good year for the for the Bucks. They they solid. They got a solid team. They just can't finish. They like the Browns were a few years ago. They just couldn't finish. They were always in the game. Yeah, to the end. just couldn't finish. Yeah. Speaking of speaking but of speaking Warren of, Buffett earlier, man, Bruce Arians, his track record is crazy, bro. I mean, shit, I had to follow him. Peyton Manning, Big Ben, yeah. Luck, Carson, Carson Palmer. Oh, that's yeah. that's pedigree right there. I'm yeah. telling you. Like I said, if he can't get Jameis right, Jameis might as well go ahead and get a clipboard. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm excited, though, because uh, he hired Byron Leftwich as his offensive coordinator, and he actually going to oh, let us call the plays. That's yeah. going to be solid, yeah, that's dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's 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 Jameis back in what? Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, but look, he putting the, put the coaching staff together because he got Todd Bowles coming with him, too. Oh Jets yeah, former coach. And he was yeah. a defensive genius. He just couldn't His, figure he couldn't the, get Jets the Jets out. right. Yeah. yeah, so that's a, that's a perfect thing that we bringing that up. That you just named two black people. Man, and as far as for that, it's like you know we got the whole Rooney rule and everything. But I feel like I we're was, not getting those chances right now. Nah, look, I was I was doing some research, some point. studying. Jim Codwell interviewed for every just about every head coaching vacancy. He was the Rooney rule this year. They use it. Yeah, they, they just they just do it. yeah they do it just for one. They know they're not gonna hire these dudes. Fair. But I, a, a lot of that I think too is um we we don't always want to take the position coaches' roles. We don't get offered them. But as as African Americans, we don't see a lot of African American position coaches that get promoted to OC. It might be or, or defensive coordinator. It might be one or two every three four years. But it's not like a constant. Oh, we getting promoted. We getting promoted. It's like guys and stuck. You- and if you're getting promoted, you're probably getting promoted by another black man. Yeah. Yeah, and that's then, true. And yeah. Like, Tony Dungeon took care of Caldwell. Yep. He was next in line. Yeah. Like, and then when you do get promoted, is the situation really right? Like, are you getting promoted because somebody left, got fired? Are you really calling the plays? Or are you just the OC by title? Yeah. you just a face. You know what I'm saying? Like, my man up in Dallas, they, they got to promote him to be a defensive coordinator now. But if they don't promote him, he's leaving. It's no, it's no doubt in my mind. He's not gonna be the co-defensive coordinator. He needs to be the defensive coordinator. But shoot, the Dolphins. I think uh, Brian Flores was his name, the Patriots linebacker coach. Yeah, no, the defensive coordinator. Defense, yeah, yeah defensive coordinator. They supposed to hire him 
I, I hope it works out for him, but uh, Belichick's assistants ain't got the best track record. No, <laughs> <Not at laughs> no, and it's proven more. Like it's it's, it's Belichick. It ain't it ain't. It's a system that he got. You can't just stray off and try your own thing. Yeah, and it's I, like it's a perfect storm. I like to nah, say that that goes to credit Belichick that he can he not getting right like rinky dink coaches, but he can go get an average coach and install him in his system and it's make him like a, a better just, coach, just like his players, just like his players. But hey, culture, man, Belichick yeah. got a culture up there. That's true. It's a culture. As boring as it looks, it's a it, culture. It, 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 <laughs> as the producers, the players look winning a culture of winning, winning, yes, just win, baby. Producers. It ain't got to be fun. You enjoy, you enjoy it after. Thanks. All right, so we can move over to the next, um, next job. We can kind of go over down one. So the Browns, because I found that funny, they hired their offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> I feel like Baker probably hot about that. <laughs> yeah, because he gonna, he gonna miss think- him in the meeting rooms. <laughs> He the head coach think, now. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you yeah, can't focus on Baker no more. He's the head coach. You got to exactly. coach football now. Everybody. I feel like that's going to be a problem right there because, you know, they're trying to – they pretty much threw the whole organization away for Baker. If he's not happy, what's going to happen? Yep. I feel like that coaching decision – He's a, he was a rookie, so they're not going to ask him about what you want. But at the same time, I feel like if they would have kept everything intact with Ty Haley, he probably would have been a little bit more happy as a player. Well, but. Hey, in a in a perfect world, somehow he just don't play and Tyrod start again. No, nah, yeah, that's how Rod about to get hey, out of that's, this thing. Hey, that's hey, a perfect. Baker can get in, three in BUIs world. and Ty still ain't going to play. They not, they, listen, they, <laughs> they not, already they not about now. to pay Tyrod to be Hey, man, Ty, Ty in Spain somewhere, bro. Living, hey, living life, boy. <laughs> hey, true, for real, I, I literally just seen him in the uh, – what is it? Not Versace. Uh, what is that uh, brand? I forgot the brand. It was some brands. Was one of them IG brands. Well, let's see. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. My man hitting the sponsorships over the head. You hear me? Yes, sir. Over the head. That bread. He did it hey, the right way. Man. Hey, he parlaying his he, money. He could walk away right now and be happy the rest of his life. And be good. He did. Hey, he, shout out to Crabber Fry. Yes, sir. <laughs> Even though you a one fan, of, but we ain't gonna talk no smoke. Don't even take it there, man. Hey, oh my bad. You did come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Low blow. Low was part sweat. of the brotherhood. He was part of the brotherhood. My bad. My bad. Him, so you good. You good. Yeah. My bad, bro. That was low blow. Right, hey, so. yeah, we we still need to talk about this one. This one for Cal. Though. What what you think about y'all new hire? And them, Ooh, I'm yeah. about to get to that. Uh oh. I don't like it. <laughs> I bet. I think, I Elaborate. Think, here's my thing. Since we're such a great defensive team, we never really fall off on defense. We get tired at the end of the season, but as far as like overall, defense is always top notch. Yeah. Why do we keep hiring defensive minded coaches? When we win, we have an offensive-minded coach who can get his players in, put them in the position, and then we have a great defensive coordinator. Like, when we had Wade Phillips as the defensive coordinator and Kubiak as the coach, it worked. We had you taking care of the offense, even though it was more so like a – well, Peyton was still – Kubiak trash, But man. it was like a – it was a mixture, but the yeah, Broncos trash. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Hey, yo, you, nah. you, you boy, DJ Clue dropped one playoff, one playoff win. Excited about everything, but Jesus. One more than the Broncos. Go ahead, though. Anyway. But <laughs> as far as with that, I feel like we need a we need a higher offense in mind, especially with Elway in that position. We need to try to lead with offense because our defense is going to do what they do anyway. But I'm not happy about that, but we'll see how it goes to see who he hires the OC, if he changes anything with that. But you know we got a tough division that we need to score in. So y'all should come get Scott Linehan off our hands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give nah, him to you. Hey, only, 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 only in a hand I want is Shanahan back. Hey, speaking of seven, simple. Speaking of seven, 
I, I I saw something in the news saying that he was uh he was open to trading Von Miller. What's good with that? I have no idea. I mean, you got you got to create some type of news, yeah. Because ain't nobody yeah. ain't no, what you going to trade him for? Ain't nobody coming to Denver for no stories. So you got to bring <laughs> the reporters to you. Damn sure ain't coming for the weather. No, nah. <laughs> that ain't a knock on Denver, but we just saying, y'all. Yeah, my, I'm pretty I, sure. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he not he not trading Von. Nah, he not. He too viable. Yeah, hey, hey, we said the same. We said the same thing about uh Khalil Mack and Khalil Mack though. So, but John. I I John doubt it happened. That was a different situation. Nah, John I doubt it happens, on that but... trippy stuff, though. He's yeah. crazy. John Gruden hey. playing Madden for real. Hey, chill. Then he flopped because all those, <laughs> all those picks that he picked up that he thought was going to be high picks, like y'all Dallas picking, whoever those picks they got, now they Arizona. top 20 picks. Yeah. Hey, but at the end of the day, he still can package those and get higher picks. True that. So. That's true. They're still ain't over to the draft over, so. Speaking right. of, we got, we speaking got of picks, though. Draft. Yeah. Hey, speaking of draft picks, though. Man. What y'all, what y'all think about the Kyler Murray situation? Hey man, if I'm him, I if I'm going to the baseball, I'm going to Major League Baseball. I'm playing football if I'm him. But I heard Dion say earlier that uh, you can't do both as a quarterback. So if you nope. got to pick one, baseball would be the option. But I get where Kyler Murray at with it. He don't trust himself as a baseball player. Nah. He only That's, played two years of Big Ten or Big Twelve baseball, and ain't had a best. He won't a good hitter, fast, still bases, on base, good. And if he was a good center fielder, but if you can't hit, you're not gonna make it in the majors. Nah, here's the thing though. I think, I think honestly, he's gonna go play baseball anyway. Just, I think all of this is a ploy to get more money because he already said, Yo, yeah, give me fifteen million, I'm gonna quit. He pulled a Kanye. <laughs> yeah, but that's so, but you got to because if he's a top, so, if he's a top twenty NFL draft pick. He gonna be able to get 20, fifteen to twenty guaranteed. Yeah, no he's matter what, yeah, he's gonna get that. And then, and then if he's even average, he's gonna get that per year. Yeah, if he's playing exactly. But at the same time, you gotta think about it. It's, it's a lot. That it, it's more. It's deeper than what it seems as far as a baseball or football. You gotta think about it. One, he's undersized quarterback. Yeah, yeah. The league is changing, yeah. but at the same time, one hit can take you out. Right. And yeah. Yeah. When it, when it comes to picking. You can pick football, and if it doesn't work out, you can go play baseball. But it ain't gonna work the other way around. Exactly. Like, Kyle, wait that it. was to piggyback. To piggyback, Kyle, you said one hit could take you out. That's the point why I said I would choose baseball because. But you can't hit quarterbacks anymore. No yeah, I mean, to an extent, yeah. But he got to think about life after baseball or football. So if I can wake up every day and my knees not hurt and I'm good money and I can remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, I'm cool. But when my brain rattled and I need my home. I need my wife to wipe my butt because I'm still scrambling. I got Parkinson's and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm getting hit all the Man, time that, and being undersized. That stuff doesn't happen every day. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I got hey, it's possible though. Yeah, it's hold on, possible. Hold on. Hey, Time out. One Doctor Sapp, chime yeah, in. Please. I was about to say we got a doctor. Doctor Ezra, I let us. Oh man, but let me. I gotta agree with uh, Dion here for real because if he's playing the NFL against the uh, Major League Baseball and he's going to try to get that money for baseball so he don't even have to think about all that, the collisions, because, yeah, you can't hit a quarterback like he used to. It ain't the hot thing no more, but it can still happen just as easy. But he's still getting hit regardless. But this the thing. I'm thinking they, about life if, after the sport. Yeah, that's, the, that's him, the point. If they don't give him $15 million, and he's he's only going to see $4 million of it. And he's already right, he he's already a, declared for the draft, so they already told him they're not giving him that bread. No, no, they no, no they, they still they came can. down and said they're open for negotiations. And they changed so, the rule for him. The, the uh, Major League Baseball yeah. changed the rule because that four million, once you give it to him, it's set. 
Yeah, they came yeah. back and said, "Hey, we can y'all can give him up to fifteen or twenty million." And they said the A's, we, the we, A's said that they could still negotiate. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're gonna give him that bread. I was talking to Cat. I know to play baseball, and he was saying the same thing. Oakland would be stupid to give him that much money because you just but don't know. Because yeah, because he's not he's not a proven baseball player. He's like, not like be, Strasburg that came out of high school. Yeah, you know, exactly. Top or, uh, number one in the country. Yeah. He just but, was a and it, he was a stat stuffer, but he wasn't hitting the ball. Yeah, but like Cal said in the beginning, you can go from football to baseball. 100%. Going the other way, other way, other way around is sketchy. And Tim, said, Tim, oh, Tim Tebow doing oh, it. And push come to, when he get all right. Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> when he get hit by a grown man, he gonna say, "Oh yeah, this ain't for me. Let me go back to baseball." He gonna say that real quick. Alabama, yeah, that, that, Alabama that, that, hit him and he got up. Yeah, yeah that's Alabama. That's grown man. He gonna take. Yeah, Clemson hit Bama too, but, but yeah, no, it, yeah, Clemson hit Bama too. So here's the thing, though the, the way the way it's set up, I was I was listening to something earlier. As far as for the legality of everything, he technically doesn't have to get his uh, bonus back until he signs an NFL contract. He can literally go like Joey Bosa all the way through training camp, still don't sign the deal, and still technically be probably at the Braves. I mean, at the Braves, but the A's. So I mean, as far as for that, he can still play that game, but is it? Some like think about it this way: if he doesn't commit directly to the NFL and say, "You know what? I'm not taking that deal," you really think a team's gonna still draft him in the top top first round if they don't get that commitment from him? I so think. he has to make that decision. But legally, when it comes down to it, he technically doesn't have to make the decision until he signs the contract. Because once he signs the NFL contract, he has to pay that four million back. Yeah. I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna stick with the league. I don't think he's going to play baseball because he can get more money in the league. And like he said, if he decide, hey, this ain't me. He can go play baseball, and even if he I don't, he rob even league. even if he don't get that crazy deal in baseball out the gate, he gonna get some money to come play. And push come to shove, you got he can go to AAA, he can go to AA, and he gonna still yeah. he's still gonna get paid if he don't yeah. want that regardless. If, yeah, he yeah. good. I think he gonna rob the league, man. He gonna go get that NFL money, do what he got to do, just enough to make sure he get all the bread, and then dip out and go to the baseball and try to get some more bread. And nah, walk he, away. he gonna have to he gonna have to stay yeah, there. Yeah, he got at least stay through yeah, he got to stay at least through his contracts. Yeah. Really, ain't really ain't gonna be no Robin the league on on that note, but but I I think he's gonna stay. I don't think he's gonna go play they, baseball. They need to they need to do to him what they do to everybody else that's like him and make him be uh wide out wide receiver. Else. Yeah, yep. they do it. They do Split. it all of us. He need to get it done too. Uh, hey, that man. is that, nah nah. Yeah, he's a, he's a quarterback. The, he Hey, he's super undersized, though. I don't know. Yeah, he little, he's small, but he, he can throw the rock. If if they can get him situated now behind this, six, this seven, is, no lineman, he'd be all right. This is the key where a guy like Cliff Kingsbury could actually be a good coach because he could run Texas Tech spread offense. Yeah. And where and hey, could make and it. In a system like that, yeah, then you then not, that statement is null and void because then he can he'll thrive because he has options. But hey, I wouldn't say, can't say he's, he's <laughs> He won't thrive, but Drew Brees, Drew Brees made it 20 years, and he made but five Facts. I mean, and Russell Wilson's yeah. balling, too, but at the same time, their games are different than his. Granted, he does make quick decisions. He gets the balls out. He gets the balls out pretty quick, and, you know, he can run, but I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what he decides on that. Yeah, and the thing about Drew Brees, Drew Brees sat for, like, three, like, four or five years before he actually got a shot to play, so... Yeah. Let's and now these boys are getting thrown to the fire now. Out the gate, yeah. Come play football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Suge Knight. My bad. <laughs> uh, so with that, everybody everybody good on that? Yeah, everybody said yeah. pretty much got out. 
he, he moving he, on. He's going to play on. football. But yeah, let's roll with it. All right, so we about to go pay some bills. We'll be right back. Man, we got a new week. We got a new show. Y'all talk to me. What y'all mad about this week? You mad, bro? You must be mad. Where you mad? <laughs> you mad. You mad. You mad. You mad. You mad. It's a new week, and we all mad at something. Hey, Roy, tell me why you mad, bro. Man, listen, this is why I'm mad. So we got a high school basketball player in Alabama, Marori Davenport. She's a rising senior. Uh, she was a state player runner-up last year. She was a junior, averaging 18 points, 12 rebounds, and five blocks on the way to take her high school to a 5A state title. Over the summer, she played for USA Basketball, the under-18 team, and they paid her $858 and lost wages as a stipend while participating in the tournament. Now, of course, she lives in Alabama, and uh, the Alabama High School Athletics Association has a rule that athletes cannot be paid a stipend more than $250, no matter what, as an amateur rule. USA Basketball sent her the check for $850, and they said that it was okay. They told her parents that she could have the check as part of the protocol. They always do it. So she goes and cashes the check, thinks nothing of it, comes to find out that once it was deposited, she was automatically ruled ineligible. Steve Savarsi, who's the um, executive director of the Alabama High School State Athletic Association, made her uneligible based on the ruling in plain language of the amateur rule. Now, what's crazy about this is USA Basketball usually calls the high school or the athletic association that you play in to, to verify if they're allowed to send the check. Nobody called from USA Basketball this go around, so they made a mistake on their side, which ended up making the athlete ineligible. She's missed just about all of her senior year. And now recently, January 7th, her and her family filed a lawsuit against the Alabama State High School Association. And a judge ruled that she was allowed to play um, pending the review of her lawsuit. Over that time, while she was ineligible, she received a lot of support on social media from the likes of Kobe Bryant and uh, Skip Bayless. He was a big guy. And um, they brought in the attention to her, bringing it that saying that she was wrongfully prosecuted by adults making mistakes. How do y'all feel about that? Talk to him. Man, that was a lot. 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 Real, it's it's crazy because, like you said, the NCAA, I mean, not NCAA, but the uh, they go through this process every time with with individuals. They they know the amateur rules and all that stuff, and as far as how much they can pay them, this, that, and the third, and somehow they they messed up here. But the tech was it Texas. Alabama. 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 They, they yeah, should. Alabama. They shouldn't look at it that way. As far as like, oh, well, she did it. Regardless, that you can overrule, override rules. You can override certain situations. Everything mm-hmm. is case that, by yeah, case. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is one of those cases where it's like, all right, it's won't her fault. She she did nothing wrong. She did what what everybody else would normally do. They gave her the money, and they said it was cool for her to cash it, so she did it. So, and this is a situation where they can overrule that her play. And, and you right and go about and it right. some other way, but they trying to stick stick tight to some rules like she did something wrong when she clearly didn't. And you and you right, and I think it's deeper than the surface here. And the activist Dion is about to come out because. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I got to let let this one out. You said they can override rules for what they want to override rules for, Sex, for right. who they want to override rules for. It's true. This little girl did nothing wrong. She did exactly what anybody in her position would do. I'm going to play and represent my country that I think is supposed to love and support me in any situation. So it's no way that 
I'm playing for my country, my state, my city, my town, my family, my coaches, my team, my school system. And they, excuse my language, shit on me like this. There's no reason why they can't override this rule when they, for me, or somebody that looks like me, but they don't, but they override it for somebody else. Thanks. That's ridiculous and absurd. It's deeper and, than and what the we rule see. Was, the rule was actually um, overridden in a couple states. It was an athlete in Missouri. It was three girls on the team that were under 18 that had eligibility left. The girl in Missouri, she was ruled ineligible because of the loss of wages, but they overturned hers before the season as well. And there was a young lady in Illinois that she turned her check in instantly. She never cashed it, and they didn't rule her ineligible. But I honestly believe that the political side of it, this young lady, Maury Davenport, committed to play college ball at Rutgers. If she'd have been committed to play Alabama or in-state school, I promise you, she would. That's been what I say. Issue. Deeper than the surface. Yes, it's deeper than what 100%. we see on the surface. A hundred percent. But it's crazy that they took all the media attention to finally get them to override the decision. And it t- and I get it. She was wrong for cashing the check. But if the if the USA Basketball says it's right, I don't care what the NCAA well, talking. I think right. it's right. how wrong can she be well, if her family needed that check? But her family, I, I'm not gonna say they needed it because yeah, I don't know we don't know the situation. But her. Her mom was an assistant coach at her high school, so they said that it's her mom should have known better and known the rules and policies. But no, don't, don't no assistant no. coach read them darn. No, she, no her, head coach. Hey, knows hey, every rule. Hey, her mom, her mom. I'm not gonna blame that on her mom. She should have known. The people that should have known no. were well, USA basketball. They do, every, they do this every. They do this. You said where? They ha- before you find an athlete like that, it goes through so many hands. The name goes through so many miles and. People, gotcha. it's got to not only trickle down to the principal, it's got to go from the principal to the AD, from the AD to the coach. And before it gets to the principal, it has to go to the local high school league and then the state high school league. So they all knew before it got down to that point. That mm-hmm. check had to touch somebody else's hands before it got to their address. Exactly. And that's, but that's what they said. USA Basketball didn't do their exactly. part. They didn't follow the protocol that you just mentioned. They sent the check and just told and them they, it was they okay. Do this. So that's why I feel like it was. They do this thing. every year, which is the crazy part. This ain't like the, this is the first year they've done this. They do the same thing every year. They know the rules. They were probably a part of making those rules, or I'm sure they had some type of class on it or course to go through at some point to let them know these are the amateurism rules. They can do this. They can do this. They can't do this. They can only make X amount of dollars, whatever, whatever. So the they fact that they bought no the deals that bad, they got to take responsibility. They should be doing everything in their power to make sure she's able to play it. The rest of the yeah, season. If any, if yeah. anything, like you said, Q, they should be protecting the player. Like, exactly. Shit, it shouldn't even get to her. But on some real, like we talking about Alabama. <laughs> Let's remember, yeah. like you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm living in, I'm in Tennessee, so I'm, I'm looking down at Alabama, and they don't have to take this as serious as they took it. They could have just let the girl play and change the rules and, and just let that go. Because if you're saying like nine hundred dollars, that ain't no money at all. Like you could easily get and that she back. She returned the check. All right, and, and that's cool Look, too. But let's she returned the check two weeks after she cashed it. Exactly. Right. So they could have they they just overblown the situation just to get some hype and, and really just to be in that kind of punishment mentality of Alabama, which you know is just unnecessary. Yeah, and Sap, you're right. Now to say it like that, let's look at the other end of the spectrum. If you want to uphold the rules, uphold it across the board for everybody. Don't just use a case by case scenario. If the rule is going to be X Y Z, we ain't looking for no. Loopholes, no nothing. This is what it's going to be, and everybody needs to be punished. But it's, the same. but it's not a. What it, the issue there is, it's not a national rule, apparently, or or yeah, it's, it's a state, it's a state, by, state yeah. by state, so they can state, state rights, by state. man. State Here's rights. Here's the thing, though. 
here's the thing. When you talk about the rules and everything, at the end of the day, she attempted to get the money back. So you're penalizing this girl for cashing the check, which she tried to give back. Yeah. She tried to correct the wrong. It's not like she took the money, spent it, and it was like, oh, they said it was good. Yeah. She tried to give it back. Exactly. So that's my whole thing about no, it. No, not trying. She gave, she gave well, it you know back. what I mean. They, they sent it back. Hey, they, you know what I mean. And the crazy part they gave it back, but they still don't care. They're like, nope, you, you cashed it and in the first Hey, the crazy part is if she doesn't play a game this season, are they going to give her that money back? She already played. Oh, she has? They she already played. She played her first game oh, last word, Friday. Word, word. Yep. Well, I mean, that's, that's like you said, that's, that's the NCAA for yeah. you, man. But, so that that's a perfect segue if you want to talk about NCAA. So uh, we're – Pretty much all of us had some experience with the NCAA, um, so it's kind of a good way to talk about this. So if y'all want to share y'all experiences with the NCAA, um, the reason why I'm asking that is because we have a bigger topic overall. So first, we just want to share our personal experiences with it. So uh, whichever one of y'all want to start off with that, y'all can go ahead and take the, take the mic. Go ahead, Q. Do your thing. Well, what? I don't need where I started. But play four years or range track for four years at Nova State. We... Started being a hey, legend. Chill. Stop, 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 stop. Goat. But, goat, man, goat, man. Yeah, that's it. Definitely slow, but not the point. <laughs> okay. It's with the NCAA. So you, you see a lot of stuff from from that aspect once you're actually in, in college athletics. When you're in, like, high school or you've never played college athletics, you're kind of looking outside in saying, oh, they get this, they get this, why they get this special treatment and stuff like that. But then when you're in that position, when you're the athlete and you can't, you can't eat because you don't got no money, or you can't you can't uh, you can't play because your grades are this way. But then at the same time, your coach wants you at practice. So it's like I need to study, but then I got to be at practice, and I get penalized for not being at practice. But then I also get penalized for not having a grade. So it's kind of like they want you to do they want you to do one thing, but then they expect you to do another thing. So just like I said, just just being in the atmosphere and being able to see how things kind of operate. Like I said, I'm on D1, so I, I can't speak on the big, big-time level, but just on the level that I was on, it's it's, cra- it's crazy, just like you said, money-wise. Because for me personally, apparently my parents made too much for me to get student loans. But at the same time, I had to take out loans to pay for school for what track didn't pay. So it was kind of like, all right, they say you make too much money. Your parents make too much money, so we're not going to help you pay for it. But then... We see that you need loans that help pay for school, so it's kind of crazy like that. I couldn't, I couldn't get work study because my parents made too much money, quote unquote. So it's stuff like that, and I'm, I'm sitting in the crib or in the, in the dorm room, and I ain't got no food to eat because I ain't got no money because I'm not working because I don't have time to work because I got practice and I got school. So it, it's, it's crazy, but everybody know how the NCAA operates as far as they getting everybody getting paid, but the people doing the actual work. Yeah, I got a question about that from an outsider looking in. As an outsider looking in and as a high school coach, and I've coached athletes that led on to go to the next level, which would be college and beyond. Being an NCAA athlete, to reel you guys in and parents along the way, they always say student athlete, student athlete, student athlete is what they preach to the high school athletes. However, the athletes that I know that are top tier in the country. I'm not going to name any names right now, but I think what you just said, Q, kind of segues into what you just said, meaning it's more so athlete, student. When you get to school, that's your job. School becomes secondary because your one and only job is I sign, you sign this athletic scholarship 
you go out there, you make tackles, you make blocks, you run fast, you jump high, you dunk a ball, whatever the sports you're in, mm-hmm. your job is to bring money to my school. Exactly. School comes secondary because my whole objective of getting you here is showing you this money to you bring me, so you can bring me more money. Yeah, like you said, that's that's exactly what it boils down to. Because like you say, if you if you out there and you doing your thing sports wise, but your grades aren't as good as they need to be, you can get replaced. Yeah, they, they quicker to replace you unless you just that good at what you do, top one percent. Everybody else is replaceable because there's a hundred hundred of you out there waiting that that don't get the opportunity exactly, and they can and, they can replace you that fast. So that's their mindset behind it is. We just want you. To, we want you to do what you can do, but just like you said, the school part is secondary. It's always athlete first. You, you, you can't tell me it's not. It's not secondary when they have a whole month and beyond for basketball alone. They have March Madness. These kids. You mean to tell me they travel to different parts of the country from a Wednesday to a Friday to play a tournament? Hypothetically, let's say they have assignments, tests, exams. And you mean to tell shout me? Shout out to the tutors. Hey, hey there we go. Shout, shout out, out to the tutors. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, but, shout out to the tutors. So that's what, and, and, and that further solidifies my point. So you mean to tell me from Sunday to Tuesday, they get all that work in that they missed, then go back again, fly out from wherever they are to a whole different part of the country again and play another tournament, go and do repeat the cycle the following week? You mean to tell me it's not about money at that point? That's crazy. That's shout out to the we tutors, know the NCAA. Just shout out to hey, tutors. My, my high school track coach said it the best. The NCAA is the biggest pimps in the game. Ham. That's Coach Ham said, quote, unquote. The OG. <laughs> the NCAA are the biggest pimps <laughs> in America. Hey. And I didn't understand that until I got there. Thanks. So my experience is a little bit different. Um, I did, you know, I ran track freshman year, but I don't really count that. that you know, but – Play Division One AA football. It's a little bit different um, because at every school you go to, no matter level one, AA, single A, you know D three football is the only program that statistically makes money, right? Right. So football makes the money. Everybody else reaps the benefit from the money, right? Yeah. Now on the one AA stage, at least at Norfolk State, it's not like we're selling out games. You know, we're household names. You know, they're selling jerseys with our names on it and things like that. Um, even if you are all-conference, it's like you're not that star. So the reason why I say it's a little bit different for me than it would be for a Division One player, that guy is getting jerseys made with without his name on the back. But we know what it is. Yeah. We know it's him. School's making money off that. He can't get any money from that. If he does, he's ineligible. Same thing that happened with uh, – Ohio State and all those other teams where, okay, you win a bowl game. You want to sell some of your memorabilia because, one, you can't make money because you're in school all You're in school all day. Your family might need something. You want to sell a ring. That's technically illegal. It's your property, but you can't sell it because you're making money off of it. And the reason you can't sell so, it because you're you making money off of it is because they're not getting the cut of it. Exactly. And so the thing yeah. is, like, when it comes to, like, my experience, it wasn't actually a bad experience because it's kind of like that one double A thing where, you know, same thing applies where, you know, the same thing was Q saying with the work studies. Fortunately, I was able to actually do a work study. Um, you know, the MEAC does a great job of doing the holidays, you know, giving the, giving the athletes money, you know, to be able to get Christmas, you know, clothes and things like that. So they did take care of us in, in that way. So for us, education was actually a bigger thing, even though half the team, you know, can end up ineligible, you know. <laughs> but they, they forced study hall. So when I actually graduated and got into the job force, I actually felt like I worked more in college than I did in real life where – I'm waking up during the season about six o'clock in the morning to get meetings 
then I got an eight o'clock class. We go to class all day. Then I got to go to practice at three o'clock. I go eat. I go back. I got a meetings again and I got a weight room, like go to weight room. So that's a whole day taken out of nothing. But I got study hall class football. So my whole day is pretty much gone. And most of it's for football. Yeah. So I can just imagine how it is on the bigger level where, you know, they do have the quote unquote personal tutors and, you know, all the state of the arts, things like that. So, I mean, if I went through all that on a D1 AA level, like the Division One single, they had to have some crazy things going on. So, and I feel like as far as for them, like they are definitely getting, in a, in a sense, pimped because their NCAA is making money off their name, their likeness, and they can't do nothing about it. And probably two, three percent of the athletes are going to make it to a professional in their sport. Yeah. And we're and we're not even talking about track. You make it professional on track, it's not that great, not that much money in it as it would be with baseball, football, and all these other things. So it's kind of like, why can't you make money off your own image? But NCAA going to pimp us, so it is what it is. This is true. I mean, I know I went D two, you know, playing football or whatnot, and uh, heck, we had a, a national championship track program in my school. And the only thing that their sponsorship covered was their their travel and their equipment. But heck, they didn't even have a track to run on for my first two years on campus. How you win a Division II national title year after year in track and your team don't have a track to run on? Wait, wait you want us to really answer that question? Your... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 you, I said you want us to really answer that question on that recruitment? <laughs> no. Business is business. I'm going to shout your school out one more time. Rory, I'm going to shout your school out one more time. Not only were they winning Division II national championships, but when they went to Penn Relays and Drake Relays and raced against the big dogs and the people from Jamaica and the people from China and the other places they came from, they was dogging them like they was the D2 athletes. They, they was killing them. <laughs> they <laughs> they was killing them. Di- we had world-class athletes. Yeah, track the is track different. Because you can be fast in Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Because I know, fast. I mean, as a Division II athlete, I started 42 games as an offensive lineman, and I'm I'm barely 6'1", at best, maybe six foot probably. But if I was 6'2", 6'3", no question, I'm, I'm a D1 lineman getting paid big time by now. You know, so it's with, – with football, especially size and all the other stuff, man. Can't teach size. But, um, like, an, you can't teach size. But, like, an NCAA experience, I mean, our only struggle really was uh, we lived in a dorm with no air conditioning. <laughs> now, I mean, granted, that's you know you too big for that. <laughs> listen, and I, but the, the crazy part is, I was one of the smaller guys. Oh, I know that was a funky dorm. We room. had man, nah, I ain't, well, I ain't had no roommate, so I ain't had that problem. <laughs> but uh, so. but it was like it, you know, how you have a bunch of football players that live in a dorm with no AC? Smell like wet textbooks. <laughs> Come on, man. Go but ahead, then in man. travel, NCAA rules, you know, D two. We don't really have a big budget. So you got to play a game and get on a bus and go back to campus. At least D1 schools, they flying back. Right. Now, I don't think, I don't think you know, every, every athlete should be paid, but I believe the NCAA makes enough from just Division I sports alone that they could give a monthly stipend to every NCAA athlete in every sport. They should, for real, if you make, far, I think you can go based off scholarship. Yeah. If you if you making if you getting scholarship money, if they paying you to come to the school at, in some capacity, then that can be reimbursed yeah. to you somehow. Like you said, every, type of everybody spike, yeah. everybody's pay will be different in there based on some type of whatever yeah. they come up with. But if you walk yeah. on, they gotta have a. It's gotta be a tier. Yeah, like, starters should get a certain amount. Yeah, performance based. 
performance yeah, based. Because I mean, and, what's what's Buddy from Trevor Lawrence from Clemson? He a freshman. Dog, there's no reason he mm. should be sleeping in a twin bed after winning the national title. Yeah. Now you gotta think about yeah, it like, too, though. With the big schools, they probably got an apartment. Yeah, they do they, get the they, yeah, they might. So. They might big school wise. No, no, he definitely got. Yeah, he definitely I got remember, a chance. I remember campus. we went. To, we went. To, <laughs> I remember we went to regionals. Probably like I think my junior year, and we was talking to some of the, the like Florida State, Florida, those big time guys, and the money that they got for regionals compared to the money that we got for regionals, totally different. Like double, yeah. almost triple what we was getting. So it's like they, yeah. the bigger schools, they they they're better off. But at the same time, they still get shafted because the money, the money, because of the amount yeah, of money, the money that getting. the money that the schools are making, it's double are making compared to what they're being yeah. given to utilize. You can't even compare it by by far. Anytime, anytime I'm playing for Alabama or Clemson, and I'm selling out a national championship game for roughly three hundred dollars a ticket in the stadium, it's packed. Mm-hmm. And you and mean to the tell me they ain't got enough on TV? Exactly. So, and you mean to, exactly? You mean to tell me that I don't have enough money based off the commercials that's playing, the people and the vendors that's going around, the member, the paraphernalia that's being sold, and I don't have enough money to pay these boys for putting my school on the map and bringing me another yeah. title home? That's crazy. See, the thing is, they with deserve that, though, it. At the end of the day, we all deserve to get paid some something. But at the end of the day, if you think about the business model of it, if they're gonna start paying it and they got to pay everybody. We got to start thinking about Title IX. We got to start thinking about, okay, are we going to start paying these women? What are we going to pay the women? What are we going to pay the tennis team? What are we going to pay the volleyball team? What are we going to play the golf team? The teams that don't make yeah. anything for the school, they're actually losing the school money when you think about it. You got to start paying them. So that, that trickle-down but, effect. But that's why I say it still can be performance-based. But not even performance-based. It's got to be set across Yeah, it got to be one so even, whatever, even platform the, all the way across for everybody. The, star, the starting quarterback at D1, D2, and 1AA, all make a thousand a game. The starting offensive lineman might make seven hundred a game, that but it's got to nice. be a set. It, but it's, it's very <laughs> doable because the NCAA revenues over eight hundred million a year. Yeah, but, they but, revenue in football alone. But ch- but eight hundred million. Check check this out though, because so I, I I stopped my high school uh, sports career entered it and uh, my, my sports career entered at high school, but the thing is I went to college on a full ride scholarship, so. You can almost consider me like a, a scholar athlete because my full time was like school and school. But yeah. the thing is, we also <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we also on the four ride scholarship. We also couldn't work at all. So I ran into like a similar uh, D one type of issue of like, how do I get money? Because I can't have a job, and all you give me is food and, and a room and board. So how are we supposed to live? And and one thing that we got we got money from the summer internships and working then. But mm-hmm. the thing is. What we do now, like, uh, like as graduate students, they tell us every day that they give us money to offset our living expenses. So even though I get paid, so, it's a stipend. So really, athletes should, like Roy said, get a stipend to offset their living expenses while they spend their time to the athletics, which is the school, and their own academics. And that just needs to be set from NCAA, like, across the board. Hey, yeah, hey, so, now, now, so that poses a different question, Sap. You said you got it on school and school. They got it on school and athletics. Right. So is the NCAA athletics the pimp or is college <laughs> within itself the pimp? It's, it's both. The NCAA is pimping NCAA college. NCAA the bigger pimp. Yeah, NCAA yeah. is pimping college. It's the biggest pimp. But coming from y'all, athletes. it's the biggest pimp because 
y'all were athletes. But coming from Sap, who wasn't an athlete in college and all he did was school, he still got pimped. So which one That's is what I'm it? Saying, I can tell you. NCAA, the NCAA is the biggest pimp. The school, but you yeah, pimp the school, in the school pimp college. But hey, I just look. unless you you got to understand how the network is well. Yeah, I, That's a big I thing. I just I just looked this up there in uh 2016 2017 school year the NCAA. They top one billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, that's what's billion dollars. One point zero six billion dollars in revenue. And, you telling me none you, of y'all seen none of it? You you telling me you can't take five hundred million and pay every athlete it's, you it's, got? It's on doable. Can, I'm sure they can do it. It's definitely doable. You not if you're making a billion, you're not gonna miss two two hundred million. Oh, they will. They miss every cent. They missed yeah, that eight twenty five that uh, was paid. Because I can't remember the guy, but it was a kicker <laughs> that played for yeah. a school in Florida. He got suspended and ruled ineligible because he made money off of his YouTube. YouTube, page I remember that. Mm-hmm. I think talking about being U- an athlete. I think it was UCF. US, UCF, yeah, something like that. Like, how do you do that? But I mean, you I, know, you know, I know, you know, we running. Ladies, are you tired of men asking you, "Are you sick?" when you don't have on your lashes? Insecure about that baby hair that just ain't quite there? Don't worry, my girl Lala has you covered with the finest human hair quality products so your wig doesn't look fake and your eyelashes don't look like rakes. She'll make sure that part in the middle of your head doesn't look like a screen door. You know what I mean by that. We all notice it. So hit up my girl Lala at 757-555-LACE. And once again, that's 757-555-LACE. No back to the podcast. We running short on time and talking about the NCAA. Dog. What's up with y'all, president, man? <laughs> Come on now. Hey, he's, asking, he's, asking, he's asking the viewers that question. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not, that was to the viewers. That was to the viewers. I'm like, Clemson won the national title, and he going to bring them in and feed them McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. He did a little press look, conference, I, and he was talking about it. He said, this is what I think they like. Low-key, oh, what, low what, low what it was, those are his favorite foods, so that's why he brought it in there. <laughs> Dog, Hello. I never he, seen a Big Mac on a sterling silver plate well, with candles around it. But yeah, you, you, <laughs> you suited the tide to eat a eat a four for four. Not even a four for four. They, they had them yeah. chicken bacon cheeseburgers it, and waffles. Had the chicken nuggets, bro. Chicken <laughs> nuggets on, on the china. Get, Come on, at least yeah, give me Chick Fil A. Exactly, that's what I said. Please, it wasn't even Sunday. Can I have Chick Fil A? At least, exactly. But no, that that was crazy. But hey. He tripped. Somebody tripping. made a joke. Hey, that's what happened when you shut the government down. The cooks don't show up. Oh, oh no, I saw a funny one. Up. That's it. Hey, Cal, <laughs> we probably see the same one. Go ahead. He had a picture of Trump and he had the food with him. And it was like, oh, by the way, uh, Taco Bell's paying for this. I was oh, with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did <laughs> that one. Oh, man. I hey, look. Now, I, see the, I seen another one. They said when Obama and them left the White House, the cooks took the seasoning with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have no seasoning left. <laughs> Sprinkle a little paprika on everything now. Hey, paprika, hey, some parsley on the hey, side. But for real, so many people be going in and out the White House as far as working there. They don't know what to cook anyway. They don't. But that's a topic for but another they day. They change the staff. Man, I'm telling you. But look, man, y'all go ahead and subscribe to the Council in the Clutch podcast. We on just about every platform you can imagine. So just stay tuned for these episodes and share what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Every week we got a little something, something different every week. So, y'all, stay tuned, subscribe, give us a little listen, shout us out, whatever, whatever. We good. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week on Council in the Clutch.